important is it that a CISO is technical? Um, is that a really important skill set for a CISO? I would say it depends. Okay. So I think for some organisations it is important that they are technical, mm. but if they are technical, then they do need to have the soft skills. So yeah. they need to have the ability to communicate in the language of, of the stakeholders okay. around them and down as well. So would you pick a technical CISO uh, over one that could communicate really well that was not so technical? Um, I would probably pick if it was if it was my organization, I'd mm. pick, you know, and we're talking any organization. Sure. So I know this is a, a sweeping would, statement. I yeah. would pick <laughs> one who was not technical, huh, but who could recruit technical. Understand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So is that, so you're saying that 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 ability to communicate is uh, is essential, is yes. absolutely critical over yes. perhaps the technical skills. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. You have to, yeah. Yeah, and I'm talking a certain amount of of technicality. But a lot, of, some CISOs have worked their way up, so they've they've gone sure. through the, quite through a lot the of them. Obviously, have had that some technical grounding. That's true. They have, mm. but a lot of them mm. haven't as well. Mm. You know, so some have come up through the consulting kind of uh, fields. Mm. Um, some have moved in from say the military mm. so and and i've spoken to to military personnel and they've got great skills and things like that but they struggle with in some areas one thing that comes up time and time again when mm. we're talking to CSOs is how lonely the role can feel sometimes yes. um where can CSOs go to to actually kind of you know learn get useful good information that isn't vendor driven as well well, um, it's interesting you say that. So a lot of CISOs come, they will come to me. So yeah. I'm sometimes known as a bit of a therapist. <laughs> um, so they will come to me, but there are also groups yeah. um, out there that they can go and connect with all right. over all over the world. Yeah. So each kind of country. Well, like ISSA, these kind of things. I wouldn't or, actually, yeah. I wouldn't really? point them in those those directions. Okay. No, there are, there are more like you've got Club CISO in the UK. Mm. You've got um, a CISO organization in Australia. And those are just two that I can mm, think mm, of, mm. you know, off the top of my head. But yeah. what about the role of analysts? Because I'm skeptical yes. about analysts. Do you feel that they're an important part for the for CISOs? I, I, I Why are you skeptical of analysts? Um, I I feel that they're rather biased, depending on how much money you part with. So why is it in city analysts or well, as I'm in talking more like forensic gardeners? Oh, oh, okay, right, fine. These, these types of analysts. Yeah. Um. I mean, are they important for a CISO? Yes, I yeah. do think. Okay, there are. Okay. I do think they are mm. because I understand you're you're skeptic. You know, yeah. you're skeptical mm. with regards to them. I think it's good to be skeptical about everything <laughs> yeah. to a certain extent. You right, know, right. not necessarily to to um, accept it. And I and mm. I think this is a big vulnerability that we have in our industry of accepting, being mm. too accepting. Right. You know, right. and I know we're not we've not spoken about this, but typically we consume and we accept rather than push back and ask for proof. Absolutely. Um I, I see this with a lot of work that I do say we, say we, with we women or so leaders. Often, exactly. Yeah. I agree with that, yeah. Um so but when it comes to analysts and things like that, so the foresters um and also the accreditation companies and certification mm. companies and things like that, then I some of them are some of them are really good. Right. But again, sometimes what I see is the knowledge hoarding. So some of them can provide great information. Mm. Say the ISF is a classic example. They've got some great information that they provide to organizations, but often it it's it's hoarded. Mm. So that's not disseminated 
throughout throughout the organization, throughout the team. So yeah. therefore, they're not able to be effective with it because yeah. it's it's being held back. Huh. And so, so there are some good networks, so some good networking um, opportunities for CISOs to go and meet. There are conferences and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I am considering building something for CISOs. Um, I haven't launched it yet, but it, it may be something that uh, I've, I've spoken to CISOs about it, actually, and they've said, look, if you do it, we'll come. Mm -hmm. But it would be kind of small units and sure. <laughs> small units right. um, of them but a safe space for them to to kind of share mm. share and collaborate An and event learn from one another safe absolutely space. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. so kind of more masterminding yeah. mm. um but yes so there are networking events that they can go to most of the um, conferences have the networking they they they're being sold um too on that basis of calm increase your learning and then connect with other yeah. peers like you. The relationship between vendors and CSOs and security professionals, uh, what's your opinion on this? Well, what I see right now is um, overwhelm. Yeah. So really with the solutions, there are so mm. many vendors out there, so many solutions. And again, you know, I, I MC at events and one of the questions or, or I will ask questions on panels as well as being a panel member and, and also speaking at events. But often yeah. what I hear from the CISOs is, well, how do we know what to buy? Who, who do you know, trust? <laughs> who do we trust? Um, there are so many out there, which one should we buy? So often there can be a tendency of falling back on the market leader. You know, it's so the whole kind of classic. You buy it because it's yellow. <laughs> yeah, you buy it because it's yellow or no one got sacked for buying IBM yeah, and it, things yeah. like that. So yeah. the brand can, in some instances, can be really important. Mm. You know, it can be important in regards to, well, if anything goes wrong, we can sue that company. You know, they've, they've been around for long enough. But sometimes there is tension because it could be, here's a smaller vendor or here's a startup vendor, right. but they have a great solution. And, you know, we've seen it implemented. We've got great, heard from other clients of theirs we can see that it, it's a fantastic solution so it's really hard yeah. you know when it comes to to what what's what vendor do we do we go yeah. to and uh, buy from and, and how do you cut through all the marketing nonsense how do you cut through how as a CISO can you well, actually figure out what it actually says in the data sheet for what it actually the value it delivers like how do you cut through that as well that well sometimes hard. that's where the groups come in yeah. so so those mm. peer groups of you know who's used what yeah. you know that's really useful that is really useful you know yeah. so sharing that information yeah. and being collaborative with that mm. um, yeah most and this is what I say to, to many of the companies that, that I work with so from an entrepreneur entrepreneurial perspective make it easy mm. you know when you are selling a solution put yourself in their right. shoes what problem do you actually exactly fix? what credibility do you have that you actually can fix this problem or produce a grid Absolutely. you know yeah. with the features and benefits yeah. you know yeah. tick cross you yeah. know so that you can have that conversation sure. you know or ask ask that, that when you are engaging with your with you with your buyer mm. um <clears throat> but it is it is we're moving into um abundance so everything is abundant, yeah. you know, the era that we're going into, yeah. our connectivity, the amount yeah. of people that are coming online, the amount of solutions. We're operating on a global basis as opposed to localized. So there's so much more choice. Sure. So everything is in abundance right now. And, and, it, and it's almost paralyzing the amount of choice. This is it. Yeah. It is. It, it mm. really is. Mm. So it's, it's hard for them. It's hard mm. for them to know 
which you know which solution to to buy and then if you go to any of the trade shows i mean we in the in in london we've we've recently had you know infosec mm. you know where there are thousands or if you go to rsa con and you're thousands. walking around and you're like well i can't really figure out what any of them do because it's just marketing speak it's very difficult yes, to cut through it. yes <laughs> yeah absolutely you know absolutely um so it's it, it is really really hard and and then if you bear in mind the tenure of a CISO. So, you know, if they are talking to a vendor, is this a new vendor? Have we yeah. used it in a different company? Yeah. Did we actually implement it? Mm. You know, did we pilot it? Did we implement it? What was that engagement like with the vendor? Because a lot of vendors are offering just the software um, or the solution as opposed to the consulting. So therefore, when it is um, implemented, sometimes it's not working as no. successfully as it could do because they don't know how to do that. Yeah. But We've definitely seen that quite a bit. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. And it's that consulting part because, say, from a, an IP perspective or value perspective, you're starting mm. a company, it's a consideration for you mm. as a software vendor. Do we go down the consulting route? Because, you know, we that aspect of our business isn't as profitable mm -hmm. as just purely offering, offering mm. the software. What, okay, so... What was one piece of advice you give to a CISO today? Mm -hmm. what, what is it you think that we really need to start doing differently? Oh, gosh, that's such that's a, big a question. tough... Yeah, I that's know. such a tough, tough question. <clears throat> well, obviously, they've got to come engage with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I would say... I would say build your influence, communication, soft communication skills. and influence. They yeah. undervalue the soft skills. That really Yeah, matters. absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's almost like this. I think it's almost like the starting point. Yeah. You know, build your brand, build your influence, because so much comes from that. Yeah. You know, so much from internally making those those bridges. You know, walking over and getting the buy in and raising the awareness up up to the the the, the other C suites and the the board, but also down as well. So mm. that is really important. And then also when you do do that, then you're also attracting new talent your pipeline and the best talent so i i think it's a really good place to to start you know learning how to build your personal brand mm. how to become more influential and when you are becoming more influential then you're learning how to better communicate mm.